0: what up folks what's going on welcome to episode 136 of the spun today podcast the podcast that is anchored in writing but unlimited in scope i'm your host tony ortiz and i appreciate you listening in this episode i speak about creating my own hot ones episode and watching these three comedy specials dave Chappelle's sticks and stones andrew schultz's Crowdwork special and Bill Burr's Paper Tiger with an honorable mention of Whitney Cummings. Can I Touch It? So, if you're into stand up comedy specials, if you're into funny shit, if you are interested in listening to my experience with eating the spiciest hot wings ever that burn all the way in and out, yes, folks, it does burn all the way out. Stick around. So that you can listen in and laugh about all that good stuff. But first, a quick way that you can help support the show. For those of you that are new to the podcast, there's a couple ways you can help support. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting platform. Another way you can help support the podcast is by shopping on Amazon. But instead of going to amazon.com, go to spuntoday.com and click on the affiliate links tab on my website. There you'll see an Amazon banner. Click that and it'll take you to amazon.com. There you'll do your shopping like you normally do and it will not cost you anything extra. But it will help support the podcast just for driving traffic to their website. All right. So there's this show called Hot Ones on the First We Feast channel on YouTube. It's in its 10th season and is hosted by Sean Evans, who is an amazing interviewer, by the way. He asks awesome questions to each and every one of his guests that you most likely haven't heard them asked in other interviews. And these are pretty famous people. You have, let's say, folks like in the whole comedy circuit, uh, Joey Diaz, Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer, Kevin Hart, Bill Burr, Desus and Mero, actors and act- actresses like Charlize Theron, Idris Elba, Halle Berry, like top-notch folks. And while they're on the show being asked these great questions, they are eating hot wings. Spicy hot wings that progress in heat from the first one that they eat to the last one that they eat. And it's like bonkers level hot that it goes up to. Just to give you an idea, scale wise, there's something called a Scoville scale, which is what the heat or not heat, the spiciness of a hot sauce is measured by. And you have sauces like your common like Tabasco or Dave's Red Hot or Sriracha sauce, like stuff like that. It's in like the one or two thousand range, like a, probably I'd say like twelve to fifteen hundred Scoville level range. And the first chicken wing that they eat is around that range. The last Chicken wing that they eat is in the 2 million plus Scoville level range. So it goes from like the 1,000 range, which is not like crazy spicy sauces, but, you know, sauces that have, you know, a little zinc to them. And in terms of hot, they're at the 1,000 to 1,500 range. And it goes all the way up in heat and intensity and spiciness to the 2 million plus range. Think about that. Think about that scale. So anyway... This show, Hot Ones, has curated a few sauces of their own, including the very first one, usually the first one that they use, which is a classic hot sauce, uh, was mid of the line, like uh, around five or six or seven, but now has been demoted to like the number four hottest hot sauce on the lineup, a hot sauce that I really like called Los Calientes. And the final... Hato says the 2 million plus Scoville rating is called The Last Dab, which now there's like another version of. I think there's been like three versions of it, like the original Last Dab, the Last Dab Redux, and now there's like a, in season 10, a triple X Last Dab or some, something like that. And I've heard mentioned on the show a bunch of times that, you know, you can you can sign up to subscribe to... to Like, get their hot sauces or just purchase individual bottles, etc. And I always thought it was just, like, the the ones that they made. I had an idea one day of it being a cool, funny thing uh, to try these hot sauces. I mean, like, being on the actual show, obviously, would be, like, dope as hell. But it's not like this podcast is blowing up anytime soon, right? (laughs) Um, But I thought it would be cool to... Like order a couple of their hot sauces and try them and film it, etc. So I checked out their website and they actually have um, through the company Heat Nest, which uh, does the the bottling of at least I know definitely their sauces that they curated, Um, but probably others as well that are on the show's lineup. Anyway, through this site, which again, I'll link to in the episode notes of this episode if you guys want to check it out. I have like no affiliation or anything like that, but I don't mind putting you guys onto dope shit when I find it. I'd be remiss if I didn't. Um, they actually have on the site like all the hot sauces that are on the show, like all different brands and and stuff like that. You can order like each and every one of them and they have like um, these gift package bundles so you don't have to like subscribe to their service to get like a new hot sauce every month or whatever but if you're into hot sauce you know feel free i'm actually into hot sauce but not that into hot sauce to like subscribe to a service um so my wife actually got me for father's day a like gift package of these hot sauces and i got the in this uh gift package bundle the first one the classic the Los Calientes and the last one, the last app. And if you're interested to see how I reacted, I will link to my episode of Hot Ones, Hot Ones, the Spun Today edition in the episode notes, or you can just search on YouTube and find the uh, Spun Today channel on YouTube. You'll definitely see it on there. Or just search Hot Ones Spun Today edition. I will tell you though, spoiler alert, the first two weren't that spicy at all so the classic and los calientes the the classic i thought was like even less spicy than like a t- tabasco type sauce but it had a good flavor to it which i liked uh, but definitely not spicy and los calientes uh definitely does have some spice to it has some kick to it um but i found it as like a little more spice than like a tabasco or sriracha sauce or something like that even though technically it should be like a lot uh, or feel like a lot spicier because the Scoville for Los Calientes is like 34,000 or 32,000 or something like that and those other sauces again are like in the 1,000 to 2,000 range but like I said in the video I wouldn't mind having it as like an everyday kind of sauce the Los Calientes and whenever I've eating food that does warrant uh hot sauce like uh, tacos or rice and beans and chicken like stuff like that. Um, I've been using the uh, Los Calientes and it's really good. Now the last dab, I made the mistake of just for some reason I wanted more spice uh, the other day and I put a little tiny bit, little, little bit on my food and it was just like unbearably hot. It's like sick spicy, that two million Scoville level range. It's it's like the type of thing that if you want to make like a like a big sancocho or something like that and or like a s you know, some sort of like hearty soup and like make it spicy and you have like this big big ass baila or something like that, you would put like a couple drops of this into like a big gumbo, you know, like a big pot. And it'll make the whole shit spicy. Like that's how spicy this hot sauces, it's crazy, but yeah, I filmed myself going, uh, through eating these chicken wings, and uh, so you guys could see my reaction in real time, you know, I did, uh, the videotaping myself, like, with the tripod, and you hear my, my son in the background wondering what the hell I was doing, so pardon that in terms of, uh, cinematography quality, (laughs) um, and I did the editing myself, using uh, final cut pro and I try to make it look like the actual hot one show as much as I could like I couldn't do like the all blacked out background but I in the beginning I do like a red tint on like an excerpt of the video at the point of the hot hot sauce like hitting me and I put that like in the front of the video And then in between like each sauce, when I introduced each sauce, I was able to pan in the, how the show shows like the hot sauce and the Scoville level for each uh, individual sauce. Like on the actual show, I was able to include that in my video as well. And I was really happy with how it came out. I kind of like edit in my head when I do like little things like this. Um, Like I had an idea for the video in my head. And then I knew the little pieces that I wanted in it. And I kind of like worked it out, you know, days in advance in my mind. So when I sat down to actually do it, um, you know, it's fairly easy to do. Even though I'm not like as technically savvy with video editing. But yeah, it was a fun little mini project and I was happy with it. Check it out. I'll link to it in the episode notes. And you all can let me know what you think. And while you're at it, subscribe to my YouTube page, folks you get a lot of extras like that video and then like mini clips uh, of the podcast that are much more digestible than a full-length episode. You just may enjoy it. Alrighty, so I checked out three dope comedy specials and the first one that I'm going to speak about is Dave Chappelle's Sticks and Stones. Dave Chappelle's I would say much anticipated, but I didn't, even though I knew he had originally signed a like three, I believe three special deal with Netflix when, um, at the time of him like releasing, uh, his last two technically, like when that news came out of him making like 50 mil with Netflix to, to release three specials. Then he came out shortly after that with the two specials in one, like two specials drop at the same time. Which I don't know if that counted as one and two and this one that just aired sticks and stones is, is the third or if that was just like a package you know I haven't put out content in a while so I want to get all of this out there here's one with like a little bonus extra Um, but I don't know um, one of them was called equanimity and the other one was bird's eye view or something like that and those were hilarious dope and this one sticks and stones did not disappoint. David Chappelle is absolutely one of the goats. He is so masterful at what he does. the way he speaks, his mannerisms they're all hilarious uh like the up and down cadence in his voice. he can like make you laugh at like different pitches like he'll get really high or he'll say something really deeply, and he knows how to use those tools absolutely effortlessly. I thought some bits were a little bit drawn out ish and there were definite like laugh out loud moments. Like, uh, I can't say I remember off top of my head, but there definitely were a few. I've heard some critiques of it not being like as funny as special, which I can't say I agree or disagree, but if you do have that opinion, like I see why you would have that opinion and me personally, I, I, I love stand-up comedy, but it's not just about the funny for me. I know for a lot of people it is, and you know it makes sense, right? It's comedy, you're supposed to laugh and stuff, but there's a, another layer to comedy that I really appreciate and I really love it when a comic gives it to me, which is when the comic makes you think, when the comic shows you a different perspective on something that it's either something that you never even thought about looking at in that way or something that you did feel like viscerally in that way you just were never able to articulate and i absolutely love stuff like that i feel like it's uh like getting uh a little bit of medicine with your sugar if you will you know it's not just about the laughs although that's a big part of it but just as equal in terms of appreciation for me Part of stand comedy is that aspect of making you think and contemplate and look inward and figure out how even you feel about certain topics like transgenders, like politics or, you know, random current events. And I feel like Chappelle like delivers that in spades with his comedy. And it was just a lot more of that in this particular uh, Sticks and Stones special there was something outside of the actual special uh called the epilogue that you guys can check out on on netflix that like you know it's within like if you watch the special you can play the epilogue next kind of thing it's like one of those like bonus features and it's like 20 to 20 something minutes long and it's fucking hilarious in and of itself and it's very vulnerable at the same time which i liked he pretty much just opened it up to the crowd and like A Q&A session and showed like the best clips uh, in in the epilogue from like the different shows that he did the Q and A at. And there was this one story in particular about a transvestite or transgender. Um, honestly ignorant to the distinction there. And I forget how uh, he references her in in the epilogue of the special. But her juxtaposed with uh, this other lady that um, was also at one of his shows. So this lady that was at one of his shows supposedly, you know, storms out. And she makes this big scene and fuss. And and she's yelling at him that he can't say stuff like that. And before she walks out of the room, she says that she was raped. Dave Chappelle said, you know, that obviously fucks up the mood in the whole room. And what he decided to tell her was... You know, it's not your fault that you got raped, but it's not my fault. You, the bitch, get the fuck out. <laughs> he's, he's just like hilariously unexpecting shit like that. Um, so he says that, and then he juxtaposes that story with the story of Daphne, uh, the transgender person, and she supposedly went to like four out of uh, the six shows that he taped uh, that weekend, and um, or he had that weekend in preparation for the taping for the special where he was uh working out that material and he was saying how she was like laughing hysterically at everything and at every show and something that resonated with me that he that he said that made me think of you know you know how they say like uh laughter is the best medicine um he said that he noticed that she was like laughing like wholeheartedly you know head back smiling with all her teeth and he said it seemed like she was like letting go of something heavy like through that laughter which i thought was dope that like resonated with me that was like a you know healing power of of comedy type shit anyway he goes on to say that she he like speaks to her at the end uh he tells her you know i i, I was surprised that you know you you didn't get offended because i had a, a lot of transgender jokes and stuff like that, and and she said, no, of course not, you know, I thought it was hilarious, and um, she had read about Dave Chappelle in the New York Times, stating that the New York Times, you know, wrote a piece about Dave Chappelle blaming him for normalizing R. Kelly, because he was saying, like, so many jokes about R. Kelly. Supposedly, uh, definitely the transgender says, I wonder why they don't write stories about you normalizing transgenders since, you know, you say jokes about them. Like why isn't that topic looked at, you know, with the same energy, with the same application of logic. And I thought that was that was an amazing point and whether true or a true interaction or not, he, you know, got that that point across for sure. And like mitigated for himself the backlash that he knew he was gonna get for having, you know, All these LGBTQ-related jokes in his set. But regardless, again, Dave Chappelle is definitely one of the GOATs. One of my absolute favorite comedians. Him and Bill Burr are like my The Wire and Breaking Bad. You know, one is the number one show of all time. One of them is a very close second, and I don't know which one's which. That's how I feel about Dave Chappelle and Bill Burr. But, yeah, check it out. It's called Sticks and Stones on Netflix Next up, Andrew Schultz. I've been listening to listening to Andrew Schultz for some time now. He has a couple dope podcasts. One of them is The Brilliant Idiots, which you guys have definitely heard me mention in the past, either through this podcast and or through my Midday Monday Boost Letter, where I feature a podcast every week, and I name it the podcast of the week that I'm recommending for you folks to listen to, or any of the subscribers of the Midday Monday Boost Letter, which you can subscribe to totally for free at spuntoday.com forward slash subscribe if you're interested. So he has that podcast, which he hosts together with uh, Charlemagne the God from The Breakfast Club. And also New York Times best-selling author of Black Privilege and Shook One's Anxiety Playing Tricks on You. Two different books. One of them is Black P- Black Privilege and the other one is called Shook One. I kind of said it like all together the first time around, so it sounded like one book. But it's actually two. Dose. And Andrew Schultz also has another podcast called Flagrant 2 with uh, Akash Singh, and which is uh, another comic uh, uh, Indian guy and kaz whose full name i do not know um but that podcast is more like sports uh specific and but that's what i love about podcasts because they can speak about like current events and all types of shit that i love the loose format of podcasts because you get perspectives of people you get to see what how do i explain it you get to see more slides of a person than just one narrow perspective on one specific topic. So you kind of get to see a more holistic view of the person. You kind of get to see what other things inform the thoughts and ideas of this person that they might have on something related to sports. Like when you hear them, you know, go off on a tangent and speak about politics, for example. So it's like this podcast. I speak about a whole bunch of different things, but my, lean is towards writing you know i do like writing specific episodes where i go over some of my my free writing or share short stories with you guys or tell you guys about writing a not my novel fractal which you can find a link to in the episode notes of this episode but also in like when i speak about shows and movies and uh, i get into like the dialogue writing that i'm into whether it be Aaron Sorkin's or Quentin Tarantino's, like their styles of writing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I'm leaning towards writing. So there's usually that like kind of through line in my episodes. But I speak about all types of shit, right? Like now I'm speaking about comedy specials. I was spoken about MMA, UFC, boxing, movies, TV shows, etc., etc., etc. So that's what I like about other podcasts, like, you know, Flagrant 2. It's heavier on the sports side, but they also speak about a bunch of other shit. The Brilliant Idiots, with a banter about the current events and give their insights from you know, Charlemagne's side of being a co-host of one of the biggest platforms in radio and The Breakfast Club and Andrew Schultz uh, coming from a comedic uh, point of view and becoming and on his way to becoming one of the most popular up-and-coming comics. And it makes for like uh, really interesting shows, really good content. And anyway, uh so I've been listening to Schultz for a minute. And I like his point of view. I like his, although I don't agree with him, I like his, well, let me take that. Let me rephrase that. I said that wrong. Not that I don't agree with him, period. Like, even though I don't agree with him on every single thing that he says, is what I meant. I really appreciate his ability to take the contrarian point of view on things. And be able to sensibly debate for that side of any argument, it seems like. It allows people to like really consider that other side of things. Whether they're on this side or really are on that side. And it's important, whenever possible, to kind of look at a 360 view, kind of looking at an argu- at an argument at a point through the lens of a 360 view. Anyway, that's what I think folks like uh, Andrew Schultz uh, bring to the table in terms of being contrarians. And Schultz is largely credited with the business model, if you will, approach to comedy being, stand-up comedy being releasing your shit for free on YouTube and Instagram and platforms like that, as opposed to just relying on Netflix and Amazon and HBO and Showtime to purchase and put out your content for you. And he had an idea of putting out a, and he's done this in the past with um, his first, hour special that he wasn't able to sell to like comedy central or any of these other outlets and called uh views from the cis and cis being cisgender which is just means like white male and views from the cis is kind of like a play on on um uh drake's album views from the six and he released that on instagram in and youtube in, I think it was like 10 or 15 minute increments. And it was like once every Friday for like a month. And until, you know, he released the whole thing for free. And then after like the last fourth piece, he released like the whole thing together. So you could watch it like together. And that got a shitload of attention and downloads and views and stuff. Um, And this one, he decided to kind of sort of do the same thing. But to release it it's like, it's got, it's like a half hour long release it all together on YouTube and it's just a off the dome crowd work special similar to one that I saw back in the day that Todd Barry did called crowd work back in 2014 and it's just him you know fucking people in the crowd it's brilliant it's funny it's hilarious something interesting that he decided to do which I when I heard the approach initially, it kind of sort of didn't make sense to me, um, but it was that he wanted to drop it purposely on the same day of Dave Chappelle's special, uh, the one that just came out, uh, Six and Stones. And I heard different versions of, or different reasons why, different like approaches why, which was like something along the lines of, you know, when people hear, when people watch a... Uh, a comedy show and they're like in that vibe in that zone of wanting to hear comedy they'll want to continue consuming it and you know especially if they enjoy Dave Chappelle's and you know they're gonna want to look for other shit and they might stumble upon his and boom there's some fresh content there and I also heard the approach of just wanting to see the reaction to one special which is from the GOAT, Dave Chappelle, that's, you know, polished, perfect bits on a big platform versus Andrew Schultz, a lesser-known comic that is putting it out for free on YouTube. And it's just crowd work. It's not polished uh, bits and and material. And he wanted to see how those two, like, paradigms, if you will, juxtapose to each other how they fared, how they did. And again, I didn't think that was a good kind of, like, idea to drop it the same day. And it, he was proved right. I think uh, Charlemagne also, like, was said in the podcast that he kind of didn't get, like, that approach. But whatever. You know, Schultz kind of, you know, stuck to his guns, did it that way. And it, to date, has already over... One million sixty six thousand views on YouTube, which is awesome it's outstanding and I uh, just want to share one more thing on this special, which was one of my favorite bits, and you can see how quick and clever and and how fast um Schultz is on stage uh he has a an Indian dude or a Sikh dude in the audience. And he points out how the those, like, metal bracelets that they wear are symbolic to how Sikhs were the warrior uh, class of their people back in the day. And they used to have these, like, large metal, like, sheaths on their wrists. And that was to, like, block sword attacks and shit like that. And, you know, now it's just, like, a metal kind of like fashion bracelet that they wear and all it's good for anymore is just to rest on the steering wheel while while they're driving uber <laughs> and that was just, and he just did that like on stage while he's like interacting with the dude like told that piece of history which i don't know it's true or not it was, it, the way he made that connection to like indian uber drivers and um having that bracelet which all indian dudes really do wear okay and maybe not all but a shit load enough for it to be like a common thing that everybody recognizes. It was just absolute genius. But anyway guys, check it out. It's called the CrowdWork Special. And it's by Andrew Schultz and I'll link to it in the episode notes. And last but not least, Bill Burr. Bill Burr's new special is called Paper Tiger. And I'll start off by saying Full disclosure, this was not my favorite Bill Burr special. It honestly wasn't even my favorite of these three that I mentioned. I would put it in the last place if I was measuring it up against these three. But like I said before, Bill Burr is like my top one or two favorite comic. And I've I've literally have gone to go see him and I saw him at MSG. My wife and I did and had a blast. And I'm trying to remember, I think my favorite, favorite special from Bill Burr is the one that has the joke where he's like playing catch with his like imaginary kid and he's like snapping at the kid and tells him to like turn around and the kid's like, but dad, I want to look at (laughs) you. That special. I got to go back and watch it again. I remember just like nonstop laughing. And, like, having to pause and rewind because I was laughing so hard that I missed, like, the next bit. Um, that was my favorite one. But that's definitely not saying that this one's, like, not worth watching or anything like that. It's just is what it is. It wasn't my number one. But if it was yours, I wouldn't be surprised either. Um, it was interesting to see. It was fun to see, uh, Bill Burr as a new dad. Even though, like, I've been exposed to that a bit. Um, you know, listening to his podcast, the, the Monday morning podcast. And he mentions his daughter, his daughter, you know, you could hear her like in the background sometimes and his wife and stuff like that. Cause you know, he records the podcast mainly like from his house, you know, me being a new, a new dad myself, I gravitate towards that. You know, I like hearing other folks experience or take on their version of the same experience that, that we're going through. And the way he's starting to, like, create bits and jokes around uh, his daughter is interesting and funny. Um, particularly how he's, like, that his daughter has seen glimpses of him, of the real him, quote-unquote, but he tries to, like, keep it together around her. Um, but he has, like, a like such a bad temper that sometimes he, he like, snaps or almost snaps and he sees that she's, like, starting to, like, pick up on the fact that he's, like, a little psycho. So all that stuff was pretty funny. Um, uh, him having to let go of his dog was sad, Cleo. Um, she's been a uh, part of, you know, previous specials uh, of his. She's been, you know, part of like big bits and uh, another one that I, I've heard in, in his podcast as well, like in the background and shit. And when he tells her to like leave the room cause she's like fucking around with something or like scratching at the floor. That was fucking sad. But, you know, he was a mean fucking pit bull. And, you know, he has a little baby in the house now. (laughs) So, gotta pick one of them, right? I love uh, Bill Bird's ability to, similar to Dave Chappelle, unapologetically attack social commentary. Or, I said that wrong. They unapologetically provide social commentary and attack, like, the PC bullshit within it. I've always found that uh type of comedy to be refreshing i remember not liking like yet uh, like segments of like having to do her like robot sex doll stuff which i didn't like too much um but it did remind me of whitney cummings comedy special which i also saw and i thought was pretty good um definitely had some funny moments and i like whitney cummings i listened to her on rogan a bunch and i've heard her on like the fighter and the kid and other podcasts as well she if you guys don't know is a stand-up comic obviously and also a writer and she was a creator of the show two broke girls which i thought was a, a very funny show that my wife actually put me onto it while she was watching it um anyway winnie cummings has a special called can i touch it that's also out on netflix that you guys should check out the reason why that Bill Burr, like, robot sex doll stuff reminded me of her was because she had an, a life-size artificial intelligence doll replica of herself made. I hope I heard wrong, but I believe she said that she wasted a quarter of a million dollars to get this done. 250000 I hope she said 25000 or misspoke and meant 25000 which to me in and of itself would be insane. <laughs> but 250,000 is like sick. But I also want that number to be true. Cause it's like awesome to see like comics having like fucking money at that level while and from doing what they love to do. But anyway, this, uh, this life size look-like robot thing, artificial intelligence thing. She brought, she brought it to Rogan's podcast. So I like saw it on there for the first time she speaks about it like throughout the special and then she winds up bringing it out at the end, which, uh, which was pretty funny and does like, uh, you know, the end of her like last couple bits or whatever with the, the robot there. And after the special, which is the coolest part, she shows like the whole process of having this robot created, which she had spoken about on Rogan's podcast. And I think it was like a several month long process um, to creating like specific molds where she had to like dip her head in molds and like her face and n- her ears. She has um, she she has dogs, I believe pitbulls as well actually, and one of them, you know, she was like playing with it and like roughhousing or whatever, and one of them like bit her ear, like playing around. But you know, it's a fucking pit bull, so they're playing around by is, like, a real fucking bite, and it bit off, like, a piece of her, her ear, and she she had to have a, I think she has a scar, or she had to have it, like, sewn back on, or some shit like that, uh, but anyway, like, all those scars and stuff, like, the detail, it's so detailed, like, the molds that they made to create the AI robot of her, that it also has, like, all those, like, ear scars and, like, shit like that, it was, like, a sick process, the way they showed it. But uh, really interesting. Anyway, that's what that portion of Bird's special made me think of. But yeah, I love the, the social commentary. And, you know, Bill Bird's absolutely one of the GOATs. One of my favorites. And I'm glad folks like him and Chappelle and Schultz are out there pushing the envelope. In a freedom of speech, say whatever the fuck you want to say when you want to say it type of way. Checking the bullshit that needs to be checked. And allowing for others right to do the same. And with that, folks, I wrap up episode 136 of the Spont Today podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, rate and review this episode, folks. And not only that, stick around for a few more minutes. Listen to some s- tunes, some s- tunes, some songs, some tunes in the background. And listen to a few more dope ways you can help support the podcast if you choose to. Like where you can purchase my books at, or t-shirts and coffee mugs, or supporting on coffee, on Patreon, follow me on the social networks, at Spun Today, in case you were wondering. Stick around. I'll give you guys all those details in a bit. Would you like to receive a short email from me once a week? You know that feeling you have on a Monday at work When you have absolutely nothing to look forward to Except for lunch Have no fear, the Midday Monday Boost Letter is here In this short weekly newsletter You will receive five things One is a photograph of the week from a photographer A podcast of the week I listen to tons of podcasts Dozens and dozens of podcasts Hundreds of episodes And I cherry pick the best ones And I share them with you here You'll also receive a video of the week, which could be anything from a rap battle to a TED talk. You receive a quote of the week, something to let marinate in your mind. And a word of the week so that you and I can both step up our vocab. So if any of that sounds of interest to you, check it out. Check out the subscribe page at spuntrad.com forward slash subscribe. Drop in your email address and you'll receive the very next one. For any writers or creatives out there, I have a questionnaire. It's a five-question questionnaire that anyone is free to fill out. It's located at spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. And what it is is five open-ended questions related to your craft. It's things like what inspires you to write or create whenever you don't feel the inspiration to do so. What are your favorite apps or tools or tricks to trick yourself into getting into the mind state of actually creating what inspires you etc etc stuff like that and what i do with your responses is share them on a future episode of the podcast now you can choose to remain anonymous if you choose to you have that option right there when you fill out the questionnaire and if you do not choose to remain anonymous i give you a shout out on the podcast and promote for free whatever it is that you have going on so I appreciate you in advance for sharing that with me as well as the rest of the listeners of the sponsored Podcast, which would stand to gain from you filling out the questionnaire. Now you can help support the podcast in a myriad of ways. One way which does not cost you anything and is most popular within the podcasting community is by shopping on Amazon using my affiliate links banner. So the way that works is you go to sponsored.com forward slash affiliate links or just click on the affiliate links tab at the top center of the page. And there you will see a banner for Amazon. You literally just click on that and it takes you to Amazon's website where you do your shopping like you normally do. It does not cost you anything extra, but Amazon will give me a kickback just for driving traffic to their website. So that would be a big help. It literally costs you nothing extra financially, just costs you a couple of extra clicks of your mouse before you do your Amazon shopping. The iTunes banner that's on that same page works the same way. So if you're purchasing music or movies or whatever it is on iTunes, feel free to go through my affiliate link portal there as well. If you want to make a one-time uh, PayPal donation, feel free to do so. There's a PayPal donation button on there as well. Within that same tab, you'll also find a link to the Spun Today Viral Style Store. Now, the Viral Style Store is... A store where you can get Spun Today merch, whether it's a coffee mug or a T-shirt that I personally designed. And spoiler alert, I'm no, I'm no Ralph Lauren or, you know, whoever designs Gucci stuff. <laughs> but I did create the design of those shirts myself. I have a couple of T-shirts on there. One that says, for example, Right Need Every Day, which is a play off of Snoop, Dre, and Nate Dogs. Smoke weed every day. So it's right knee every day. It's like a puff cloud of smoke behind it. I have a podcast versus everybody t-shirt and uh, just stuff like that. So check it out. The link to the viral style store is also there. You can also help support the podcast on a reoccurring basis. If you become a Patreon supporter. Now, Patreon is pretty cool and it's there's a little um, video explanation of what it is And how it works but I'll try to do my Best to summarize it here Basically you Sign on to Patreon which is a free service Free account and You can support not just myself but Any other uh, Podcasters or creatives that also Have Patreon pages And you can choose to for Example donate A dollar to them on a Per episode basis so the sponsored Today podcast has two uh, episodes a month so if you donate a dollar to it it'll be two dollars a month basically and you set it up and it just happens automatically on a reoccurring basis there are zero fees you can cancel at any time no hassle no bullshit and it's uh it's a cool way to help support and is much appreciated and also it's not just like a for example uh a paypal donation which is just that but through patreon it allows the creator in this case being myself to set up a reward system if you will so if you donate a dollar per episode you are considered a tier one supporter if you donate three dollars per episode you are a second tier supporter etc cetera, etc cetera. and it goes up to four tiers and each tier gets different things like uh tier one gets a free spun today bookmark and a shout out on the podcast tier three gets uh gets those two things from tier one as well as a free writing piece that's not posted on on my website or available to anyone else etc cetera, etc cetera. so check that out if you will and uh, visit my patreon page at patreon patreo com forward slash spun today Another great amazing way to help support the podcast is to rate and review it. This costs you absolutely nothing. Whether you listen on iTunes, on Stitcher, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, on Pocket Casts, on Overcast, on Player FM, on Google Play, on YouTube, on Tumblr, or if you listen on Podbay or any other of your favorite podcast apps. Please rate and review the episode. It really is the number one way to help the show gain traction, gain exposure. You know, you could also share it with friends and family and tell them, you know, check out what this idiot is saying. Some of it is actually pretty good or it all fucking sucks and you should listen and laugh. But as long as you're listening, <laughs> it would be much appreciated. So rate and review the podcast wherever it is that you listen. Follow me on Twitter or on Instagram at Spun Today like the Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash spun today subscribe to my YouTube page as well all podcast episodes are available on YouTube as well as clipped versions for example with the random rant episodes you know I speak about a bunch of different topics instead of having the full episode alone which is also available on YouTube but you also have snippets of the different topics broken up into more digestible chunks So check that out. You can also support by checking out my book, Make Way For You, Tips For Getting Out Of Your Own Way. It's a quick short read if you're looking for some inspiration and motivation. And you can find out more about it at spuntray.com forward slash books. There you'll find a video of me telling you all how the book came to fruition, as well as a couple of audio excerpts. If you're interested, you can purchase it wherever books are sold. Kindle, iBooks. Kobo, in an ebook or paperback format, which you can find on Amazon. Also, for being a Sponsored Day listener, I can also send you a free copy right there on that same landing page at sponsored.com forward slash books. Drop in your email address at the bottom of the page and I'll shoot you over a copy in the format of your choice. And that's all I got, folks. Thanks again for checking out this episode. And as always, substitute the mysticism with hard work and start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams. Thanks for listening.